0: Welcome back to Geek Channel 8. I'm Eric. The past few months have been particularly tumultuous for the hosts of Geek Channel 8. As such, we haven't been able to convene to record a new show in quite some time. So instead, I wanted to bring you guys something a little different. An old show. A very old show. So Geek Channel 8, as the name implies, was originally conceived of As a TV show almost a decade ago, and while that never came to fruition, we did create a pilot episode to test it out. The roundtable discussion format was already in place, as you'll hear in a minute here. This particular panel featured four different people, all born in a different decade, to get four different perspectives on the Star Wars franchise. Me, in my mid-40s at the time, I was the only one to have seen the first Star Wars film in its original theatrical run. Thomas, in his mid-30s, Andrew, in his mid-20s, and Vincent, still in high school at the time. We originally recorded it in 2015, the very end of 2015, in a studio in Vermont, USA. It was shortly after the release of the new at the time star wars film star wars episode 7 the force awakens the first star wars film to be made in over a decade which we thought would be the perfect topic for our nerd podcast pilot please pardon the audio quality from our primordial days i call this episode 0 gc8 awakens <coughs>
1: Who are you? I'm no one. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for.
0: Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish...
2: what you started.
3: There are stories about what happened.
2: dark side a Jedi
0: they're real the force
3: it's calling to you
1: Especially I'm a special movie videographer blogger.
0: Uh, Eric Chatterjee. I teach media studies. Vincent Moore. I'm a local writer.
2: Uh, I'm Andrew, and I'm a just a really big film buff. So
0: we're going to talk about various geeky subjects every week, and we thought, what better to start with than Star Wars? So uh, I don't know. You want to start down there, Andrew, with your thoughts on the Star Wars?
2: I, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the new the newest. Uh, I think it was, I really personally enjoyed it. I think J.J. Abrams did a great job directing it. Um, I thought it lived up to the hype. I'm not sure that you guys thought it lived up to the hype.
1: Should it go in a line? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it was, I mean, it, it, was, it was a good, fun film, but the second time I went into it, it was like, okay, this is definitely take, kind of taking the magic away from episode four, you know, because it borrows the same sort of storyline and, you know. That it does.
0: Uh, I thought that, um, that it was a good film on its own, but as part of the overall Star Wars franchise, I felt it was overly derivative of the original films. But um, after expectations had been dashed so much by the prequels that by comparison, it looks pretty good. <laughs> so I give it like a solid B. You know, not an A, but a B, you know?
3: You know, I, I preferred the, uh, the prequels to um, The Force Awakens because I enjoyed it. You know, it was, as, as Eric said, it was a good film on its own. But, he, you know, Abrams wasn't really doing anything new with it. And for me, you know, I like the story and such. And so, yeah, maybe, you know, some of the dialogue and stuff in the prequels, which I grew up with. Like, those were the first ones I saw. I didn't see the um, I didn't see the originals until, like, afterwards, wow. just because, you know, the the prequels were all coming out when i was, you know, growing up and such. and so at least george lucas did something new with the um, prequels compared to what jj J. abrams did in my opinion was just, you know, taking uh, a new hope and giving a huge fan service, which yeah, it was nice to see some of the stuff as a star wars fan, but you know, i mean, if i go see the newest movie after all this time. I want to see something new. I want to see the plot expand, especially since they eradicated the expanded universe, which before I came up, I was a big fan of.
2: I think uh, I think that the new Star Wars movie looked, needs to be looked at with a bigger picture because uh, what's going to be happening in the next films because that's what's really cool and why I like this one. Just like the villain here, you know, Kylo Ren, is sort of weak, but I think there's so much potential for him to grow, but then you also... Um, the, the female um, protagonist. Ray. Yeah, Ray. She's just learning a lot, too. So I think it's really, he played it maybe safe to say this time around, but it well, could go bigger.
0: I, I want to say that um, <clears throat> I agree with Vincent on n- not doing anything new. And um, I want to give my perspective, since I actually saw the original, um, what you now call A New Hope, but was just called Star Wars when I saw it, in the theater. Um, So I was a a child in the 70s, and um, I was already a science fiction fan before Star Wars came out, but science fiction movies weren't all that great, um, particularly when it came to special effects. So uh, I think Logan's Run was nominated for its special effects the year before Star Wars, and if you watch those two films back to back, it's like night and day. Um, Also uh, Planet of the Apes and stuff like that. which. Had good stories, but the effects were really cheesy. And Star Wars, when I went to see it in 1977, was the first time I'd ever seen a film, and I felt like I was transported to another place. Like I could totally suspend disbelief that that place was real to me, you know? And every place they went to was unique. So Tatooine did not look like Alderaan, did not look like the Death Star. Um, Then in the the next film, Empire Strikes Back, Dagobah didn't look like anything else. Hoth did not look like anything else that they had done before. And um, same with uh, Return of the Jedi. I agree, the one thing I agree with Vincent about the prequels, which I'm not a fan of, um, was that they showed us new places and new cities and things like that. I felt when I walked in to see Force Awakens, there was nothing new. Everything looked like a place we had been to before. The,
1: the well, yeah, because Tatooine was essentially, it's a planet in this movie called, it? Oh, Jeku. Yeah. Jeku, Jeku, Jeku is, is Tatooine. Looks exactly
0: like
3: Tatooine. Yeah. And, I agree and with that. <laughs> There's the, a uh, limited number of biomes they could go to, but we well, will give them that.
0: But they could have, like, all they had to do was have it have purple sand and then it would be different from Tatooine, or like at least Tatooine had like two suns, you know. But they, they did nothing to to change its look from a standard desert. Um, and and all of the planets I felt that way about in um, Force Awakens. I felt that every planet was a planet we had seen before, but just with a different name, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I felt the same way about the droids. I felt the same way about. Everything in it, and I, I understand that he was surfing this wave of nostalgia, where you know people liked that that the, that you know that things looked old-fashioned. They didn't use CGI. I think that was a good idea. I They did use CGI, but they limited their use of CGI. But I felt it borrowed a lot um, from from itself. Whereas Star Wars movies always borrowed from other movies, which is what made them great. They borrowed from samurai films and they borrowed from... Well, you from, know,
1: House* like, Seven Samurai, it took straight out from that. And if you if you watch The um, Hidden Fortress, it's essentially Star Wars. Originally yeah. he was going to get
3: the... Um the, the main actor from Seven well. Samurai to be Obi Wan, but then chose Alec Well, because George Lucas
1: said in the interviews on the Criterion disc, it's you know, it's very much so. It's telling the story from the lowest point possible. You know, two droids oh, or two peasants. I mean, yeah. So,
0: and also World War Two films. He was a big yeah. fan of you know, he did Red Tails not that long ago, but um, yeah. he, those dogfight films. I forget. I I forget the did, names. Of, he took oh, it from wings. He studied um, wings. It was
3: one about a something about um, a group. They were going to drop a uh, a bunker buster on so. A, yeah, a dam yeah. What room, is I that
0: film? Like, Anyone oh, help us out here? It was like a propaganda film um, or something. I
2: think. Uh, when when was this released? Oh, it was. In World War II. <laughs> World, so. It was
0: like the forties or the Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, several of those uh, World War II films. <laughs> inspired the dogfights and stuff like that i felt that that that's what made star wars good is that he was borrowing things
2: that from he had other from places other movies,
0: whereas that worked well new, yeah the the force awakens was borrowing from itself it was, but he might have know. been just playing it
2: playing it a little bit safe so that, so i'm i'm yeah. what if in the next one we get all that i mean it picks up but that's also what if it picks up right at where it left off is he going to just stay in the same
1: yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely leading that way because i mean if this force awakens is a new hope then is episode eight empire i mean is anybody is ryan johnson really going to live up to that Mm -hmm. i mean
2: well what about the characters i mean like i think all the characters are really enjoyable and
1: don't get me wrong. We we're on the rise. You know, f- females are becoming
2: well. That aside, female heroines completely. are becoming the
1: thing of today. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Luke essentially got a hot gender change with Daisy Ridley,
0: but well, let's talk about the characters. Um, I I do agree that that uh, female fans have been very poorly served by the Star Wars series. There haven't yeah. been very many good female characters, and and with. Um, uh, Ray, that we get a uh, a good female character, but um, but that alone is not enough because the character itself I felt was just a carbon copy of Luke. And in fact, let's face it, she's going to end up being his daughter, right? Like we, uh, we don't unless know. but I mean, I mean that
1: would be following. Yeah from, like, the, the, the Star Wars novels, you know, the, you know, the extended universe, so to speak, which they just said, fuck that, we're not doing that anymore, you know? Oh, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, because if you'd read the books, yeah. Han's yeah. kid, you know, yeah, essentially. Darth Cadus, I think. It was Darth Cadus. yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. you know, one of his kids, and then Ben was Luke Skywalker's kid, and then so on yeah. and so forth, and it just kind of, you can see kind of what they did if you hadn't read any of that in this movie. Um, I felt that... I never put two and two... Sorry, go ahead. I never
0: no, go ahead. Two, I sorry. never
1: put two and two about that, actually, I realize now. <laughs> it's, 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 I
3: didn't
2: it's know that, that... I know there had been books, but I didn't know that they discussed all that. Well, I mean,
1: I've, I read the books, like, for the... Is for, that fan fiction? No, there's... It's officially licensed authors.
3: by Lucas to do that. I forget oh.
1: who, who read... Who wrote the Crucible, the Crucible book I had finished, but I saw it half-price of books a million, and like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll pick it up, and... I. Blasted through it in about a week, week and a half.
2: Is there fan fiction for the new film? I mean, uh, is there Lucas? Oh yeah,
3: uh, there's, the yeah, there's official um, material like so. It's like books that aren't just novel adaptions and stuff. There's there's that there's even that TV show. It's at Star Wars Rebels. That's so officially canon. Uh, is well yeah because that's canon it's that canon
1: gets, gets gonna tie into <laughs> episode eight
0: so. but did they yeah, i'm not a cool. fan of the extended universe did they throw it all out the window and say okay all that's no longer yeah, yeah. They,
1: they they before episode seven came out they said we're cutting it off here this everything from this point on is canon you and know what else is starting or what i'll say about as because i said i like the eu
3: i i understand why they cut it i understood because at one point it got so like big and it was hard to contain and they would have to retcon things and all of it was fighting but it well would i mean they'd have to do
1: what marvel's doing yeah, with
3: it's yeah. characters and it would be much easier just to cut that and start new which you know and maybe keeping some stuff like for the rebels show we're bringing admiral Front admiral fawn i'm sick like freaking canadian accent can't pronounce th <laughs> admiral Front <laughs> okay, so the blue guy, okay. he was from Heir to the Empire. And ever you know, that was one of the b- books that really started it all, The Heir to the Empire. I don't know if you ever read that. That was like one of the biggest uh, expanded universe books that really started us up. And I like what I'll give J.J. Abrams, that I do like that he did start his own kind of expanded stuff. Even if it's taken from the original, what he did was. Decent with expanding it, you know, with replacing the EU, despite not really giving too much background on the stuff like the the difference between the new republic, the first order of a resistance. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, there's there's definitely a look between the first order and the first republic, and they they made that clear.
3: Yeah, he did. I just maybe I fell asleep, or maybe I wasn't paying attention, or no, 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 I didn't fall asleep. (laughs) I just you know I wasn't (laughs) paying. No, I wasn't paying attention. Maybe it passed through me or something because you know it was like it was IMAX, but I. Did not understand like you know when they blew up a spoiler or whatever when they blew up a, the planet of the New Republic capital I'm like all right who are these people what is this I have no idea what's going on yeah that, I, I agree scene. that sort
2: of came out of yeah, yeah if but, it was uh, longer I would
0: like it flows it. right through you it surrounds you so
2: we over little it's in, the in, bacteria the galaxy
3: if
0: together
1: if we're little bacteria that gives me special power well I mean that's what was great about the Clone Wars it kind of brought the prequels together because yeah. I mean if you watch them they're really kind of but they're they don't really embody anything. they just they you just tell their what happened is in this movie and then nothing and then okay, there's no there's a no connectivity issue between the three movies.
0: Let's take this all back. let's circle back, um, let's leave the expanded universe aside and get back to the characters of um, Force awakens. I think it was weak on characterization. Now, like I said, I did like that that uh, they had a female character, a good yeah. female character, but to me, just having a female character for the sake of having a female character isn't enough to say that's a great film. Like, I think it was really done well with Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, I agree. But in this, it's kind of like. Um, well, she's still I learning. I didn't like her character um, in that they. She goes. Uh, the Sort of, to me, uh, Samurai uh, Jedi are like samurai, you yeah. know, and it takes well, years I mean, and years of training and all of that. Luke goes, you know, well, Ray goes from knowing nothing to like mastering the Force in one film, as far as it took Luke three films to get, it, you know. Yeah, that, absolutely. That yeah. kind of bothers me. Also, um, at one point, what's what's the stormtrooper guy's name? Oh, Finn. Finn. Yeah. Finn picks po- up a lightsaber and, and starts fighting. Kylo, Kylo. and Kylo's actually had some Jedi yeah. training yeah. and it's like to me that would be like a, a standard peasant pikeman Or something like that in feudal Japan picking up a katana and trying just, to fight a samurai with I it, didn't you look at it like thing, that Dude, I mean. right. Yeah Decapitated in two seconds, you know The
3: funny thing was earlier in the film when he fought the riot poli- the riot you know stormtrooper who had the melee the spinners thing. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he the, the stormtrooper beat him and then Finn beat Kylo Ren, so that stormtrooper was more powerful than Kylo oh, Ren. And,
0: and, and so that's that so I had funny. a problem with. And then Kylo Ren, the character of Kylo Ren, oh, to me, is like, again, such a weak copy of Darth Vader. Okay, so he dresses all in black. There's no reason for him to have a voice modification. like. Well,
1: Vader, not, Vader
0: yeah. needed it.
2: Yeah, know, it was yeah, keeping him well, alive. Yeah, his
1: face was all messed up, and his what? Kylo Ren wasn't.
3: Well, because it, it makes well, him a
2: cooler villain. Yeah,
1: I think he was, starting to know <laughs> I think he was compensating,
3: because he, you know, it's like, do, you know, if you love your grandfather, look up to him. I don't think you have his, you know, crushed skull or something in a little box. So he really was, like, obsessed with Vader, despite everyone hating. But he was like, well, I don't know if he was... You know, like this guy was, well, I guess M Palpatine would be the Hitler of the Star Wars thing. But like, you know, this guy who's named Darth Vader puts fear in everyone and they beat him. And so he grew up his whole life with everyone hating on the guy because he was such, you know, he was an oppressor. And then somehow he still ends up looking up to him to a point where he keeps his mangled body, or you know, not his full body, his mangled uh, clothes. His memorabilia, and he looks up to the guy at the point where he kills a bunch of other children just like he did. So he's so obsessed a guy that I think it kind of makes sense that he imitates him by having the, you know, the helmet and the voice changer. I mean, he's not intimidating by
0: himself. Uh, no, which, he's yeah, like a mopey Goth kid. Which is why like, he had the thing to, to, <laughs> to, to, you know,
1: make up for that. To make up for that. <laughs> well, no, absolutely. He's, he is a, he's goth a mopey
0: Goth kid. He's a Mopi Goth kid with a lightsaber. Yeah, not only that, I mean, he yeah. just.
1: It's Snoke's, this is at the end of the film, and we are gonna go fix him and complete his training. It's like he didn't really earn the mask until the end of the film, right? After Ray's kicked his ass,
0: yeah. So, um, so that was definitely yeah,
2: yeah, a,
0: a problem, I thought, with with this film. Um, but I don't know, does anyone
2: have anything I just, else? I, you wanna? And I saw it, you know, I'm not the biggest Ars fan, I, you know, when as young as I could be to understand it my dad gave me the VHS tapes that he'd recorded you know on his TV when he's in college in the 70s or whatever and so I grew up watching those and I loved those and then the teenage years I remember watching the fan like the Phantom Mets and all those and sort of being like they're not as excited about it so this one I was like new start. I think it could be really cool so I, I thought it was a really entertaining movie but thinking about it from your guys' point of views I haven't really thought about it before and you have some valid points that make me think about it but I'm looking forward to the next one, and Rogue One looks really good. I like how we have all this technology now to make these just exciting to watch on the big screen, and that's what I'm taking away from them now. And
1: well, they bring it back. So. Well, my initial point was, that I say it takes some magic away from you know the original and New Hope was that you know when Luke and Obi Wan are sitting in his you know hut or whatever and tattooing, and he's giving him his father's lightsaber and telling him, "Hey, you know." Your father didn't want me to have this, because he thought you and I'd go run off on some damn fool crusade. You know, and, you know. It just speaks to the films of that time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: while also being its own unique. Yeah,
0: yeah and you know. and I'm one of the few people that actually predicted that um, Vader was Luke's father. <laughs> I I actually predicted that before before it <laughs> well, had Vader means father for the Dutch, reveal. I think um, but uh, I think that just that those original movies laid things out in a very methodical pace. Yeah. Whereas in uh, um, Force Awakens, you know, Rey is using the Jedi mind trick partway through the film. You
1: know, it's we're, we're 45 that, minutes in, yeah. yeah,
0: um, Has not trained under a master. Luke had two masters, you yeah. know, in, in the time. Uh, and he
1: barely was able
0: to hold his, And you he know. didn't do the Jedi mind trick until the third film, you know. It's but, also,
2: you know, that, Film filmmaking in general is way more sped up these days for these big blockbuster films. They wanted, the,
1: the expectation the, is there, you know? Yeah,
2: and, you know, the craft that was put into the old Star Wars, Lucas's vision and all yeah. that, it's going to be a little bit different this time around. So yeah. playing it safe, putting a lot of stuff in there, that's sort of... I
1: mean, and Abrams is a good director, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, he well, is, he's one of my favorites. He's phenomenal, but, I mean, I would like, like Vincent said earlier on, like, to see him do something new for once. He's, my, done, he's the reboot king. I, I mean, think...
0: I think that that, that he regurgitates very well because really uh, when I when I look at screenwriting, this movie is a beat for beat remake of New Hope. Basically, you have, I agree, I agree. You have you know. a uh, orphan on a planet who uh, has the Force, and and how did the rebels become like they won? How did they become rebels again? You know, <laughs> suddenly like the the Empire lost. So I thought that was kind of weird that suddenly like it's only how many years later 50 years later? It it's 30 years later 30 years later, Thir- 30 years 30. later it's, it's 30 years later and suddenly we they, have a
1: resistance
3: it's th- here they're, a re-
0: they're yeah. the resistance again yeah. it, I had it, to w- yeah, I had ridiculous. to
3: Wikipedia that because you know there's a Star Wars wiki called Wikipedia yeah. and so they you know they release the materials like books and stuff and they give an explanation for it um it was something like they couldn't. The rebels couldn't completely defeat the Empire, so they had some kind of, uh, you know, Cold War truce kind of thing. Ooh. And so the New Republic couldn't fight them full on. So they funded the resistance. So it's kind of like a proxy thing. I mean, you know, well, was, the
0: new, the new order is that what they're called? New order. They're they're just another version, sort of another version of the Nazis. There's the the help me Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. like. Um, uh, Hologram, except for this time, it's part of the map. You know, well, yeah, and the, instead the, of the map, the ins- map
1: is in the message. Instead, so of, speak, the, yeah. Yeah, instead
0: yeah. of the yeah, instead of the the plans for the Death Star, there's that. Then they they go to another planet. There's the cantina. You know, there's the, the, the escape Yankee. and it's, the Millennium it's, Falcon. It's beat for beat,
2: but it was. Fu- I think it's just fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, like, it was. Well, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah, want, want to dive no, really it's... deep into it, it's, but it's...
0: and so that's kind of <laughs> where I'm like.
2: I'm gonna leave here, not like. (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) no, no, please! I'm not trying to convince
0: you otherwise, but it's just kind of like. Like oh. (laughs) Well, also think of like. Our cars don't even look the same 30 years later. You know, but no. the X-wing fighters like look that their high technology looks exactly the same. Their droids look exactly the same 30 years later. Well, I mean, later. yeah,
1: BB-8's the only real droid that's any different. I mean,
3: it was Star he looks Wars a, with a, lot a fresh like, coat of like, paint. That's what like, it is. Like an R2 was.
0: unit in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah I,
3: I I guess. Uh, wait, 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 I was just, just, just Sorry. saying.
2: Sorry. I said it's the way, you know, it's being described as a fresh coat of paint just but I'd like to see them go to new, some new places in the next movie. I don't know what could possibly happen. I mean, yeah, they're probably gonna have a, the conversation on the cliff. I wonder whether he knows, you know.
3: My, okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I, will, I will admit this. I think some of the reason why I'm more, I was more critical of it was the absolute hype. From people that I knew, like, you know, but I knew, uh, like, my, not at at school and such, who were, like, either, my, not that I'm judging Star Wars fans, but, like, who, you know, weren't into Star Wars or just casual, when me, my whole life was, like, like you brought up. And it was just, like, overhyped, and I saw it and I liked it. And if it wasn't, like, everyone's like, oh, this is so new, this is so amazing, this is so, you know, everything, if people, you know, were just like, well, maybe that's, you know, they have to because of publicity, but my reason why I might be more hostile is just because of, um, the, well, I thought it was undeserved hype. I still liked it. I mean, you know, I I, I, did, I don't regret seeing it, but I just think it didn't live up to its hype, but I still liked it.
0: See, what you say, that exact spiel you just made about um, it not living up to the hype and everything, that is what I experienced with Phantom Menace. Like, I, I had grown yeah. up on the Star Wars, Star Wars came out when I was seven, um, Empire came out when I was 10, Jedi came out when I was 13 so that was like bam, for me and then I had to wait until like my 20s you know for them to come out with another film and so I was way ready for it I was I skipped work to go there and (laughs) like my sister came all of my friends came my my, did you dress up I didn't dress up but I did wait in line and and I was (laughs) we were there we were camped out and like like you know, we called in sick to work, all of us, and then like the news showed up, and and my sister was like joking about like, oh, look at all these people that are like, their bosses are gonna see them, you know, on the news, and then then it was us, you know. And, so, like...
1: so it was kind of like how like, my Avengers going to see Avengers for the first time was for me, you know. Yeah. Because that was kind of what? we had a we had a in college, you know, it was a big deal, and it was essentially new Star Wars, so to speak. We we had to pay off guys in line so we can get our tickets. Yeah.
0: Well, (laughs) basically, I (laughs) went through all that and then I saw the film and I was so let down because Phantom Menace is. Is a pretty bad film.
1: It, it is.
2: Mine. It doesn't hold up at all today. Okay, I, <laughs>
3: and, but now I'm in the minority. I, I I liked it because I was, I think I was really young when I saw that and it was, yeah, the, as I said before, the other ones, and it was good. And I still like it, just for nostalgia
2: maybe. I liked how there was bias. a great the pod racing on the N64. I mean, at least we okay. got that from it. That was. <laughs> well, I think that, the, that
0: they had a lot of problems. One, they were, those, prequels were too kiddie-oriented, in my opinion. Now, maybe that I grew up in the, you know, going from my 13 years (laughs) old to to being a 20-year-old and seeing it, I thought they overused CGI um, that didn't fit with the look of the, the earlier films. And I felt the character development was really poor. I felt that some of the characters were pretty borderline offensive racial stereotypes. First of all, Jar Jar's just a normal... Okay, him. that was...
3: The, the reason I've heard as to why his character's <laughs> included was because the same reason why the Ewoks were, because they put in Ewoks... So they could expand to the toy market, and so because not enough girls are buying Star Wars toys. So they said, "How do we get girls to make us more money? Get Star Wars toys." Oh, well, we have a little teddy bears that are characters. No, so you Jar Jar have Banks, more
0: girl characters, not more for
3: Ewoks. J- For Jar Jar Banks, it, from what I understand, was it was because it was, um, <laughs> it, they needed money in the Caribbean market because the Caribbean market was not doing very well for Star Wars. And if at the point you have to worry about the Caribbean market, you know, I think you're financially sound. But anyway, so they said, "Well, why?" don't we have this character who's uh, you know, who Caribbeans could identify with? And so we put in charge our Banks, and that
0: backfired. us. I guess so they they got what they deserved. I have never
2: heard that story. That's, that's what what I heard. Yeah, that's, I've
0: never heard that story either. But it, no. but whatever. He's a, mm-hmm. a terrible. In addition to being just annoying, he's he's a terrible racial stereotype. I and mean, he's not the only one. The slaver that's got the hook nose is kind of oh, like, no. a, like a. Um, well, you know, cross between oh, Italian, you know.
2: You so. see the fan theory that, like, Jar Jar Banks is, like...
3: Oh, Darth Jar Jar. That yeah, like, the head, <laughs> head it. of everything. Oh,
2: that, that,
1: that has no, no so ground funny. whatsoever. No, I know. I know completely. It's just it's funny.
2: Because <laughs> I, I, I don't remember being annoyed by Jar Jar, like, at all So
0: when, when I saw... It when it was, but when you come from my perspective and you see the original movies, just, and then those movies it. are such a letdown, by comparison... Force Awakens, you're like, well, that was pretty good, you know, because because my expectations were in the toilet, you know?
1: I mean, yeah, because I mean, you, you go into it thinking, oh, it's going to be this great film, and then it's, oh,
0: hold on a second, you know?
2: You went back and saw the other two in theaters, 2 and
0: 3? Uh,
2: Episode 2 and 3?
0: I Have I gone back and watched them since then?
2: No, like after being so let down from The Phantom Menace. I
0: did go back and watch all three of them in the theaters. Um, but I did not go like opening week and I waited until it was like second run. I'm like, okay, I don't need to be there for the Because I, I still had the hope that like they would learn from their mistakes and like, the, okay, the second one will be better. You know, <laughs> or what, uh, uh, so what What was the...
1: The second one was Attack of the clones. clones. Attack
0: of the Clones will be better. And then... Uh, Revenge of the Revenge Sith. I thought Revenge of the I Sith. The of a, of the and Sith I think would. Revenge of the Sith might be a little bit... We're all video editors. And so one of my dream yeah. projects, and, and I'm giving it away... You know to all the people out there, so everybody's gonna hear this. But one of my dream projects when I get time <laughs> would be to go back and edit all three of those films into one good film. Oh, that's the <laughs> there
1: are a number of oh, fan yeah, edits yeah. out there where they take, they take certain little elements and they put it together, and it's so much better. We destroyed Eric's right. <laughs> dream. Like, why didn't, why didn't, really? Yeah, why didn't. Yeah! <laughs> You know why didn't why didn't Lucas do that to begin with? If he's going to take his films and re-edit them like he's done numerous times and put n- different little things, and you know,
0: yeah, I think that that some 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 of his his um, special editions were bad were worse and some were better i think some of the edits he did were actual improvements but in general most of them weren't what yeah. i'll
3: what i'll give him is at least everything that he did it was his he did, you know because he owned the studio but re- i'm pretty sure yeah, he owned a studio well, that yeah, released this so, so he didn't have any you know studio that say you need to do this to appease the chinese market or something you need to do this you know it was all his film that he wanted
0: you mean the so- prequels
3: yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, and I think even these some of the original ones too. The
0: original ones were 20th Century Fox, so, but, he but, but not... they
3: gave him a decent amount of control to it, from what I, I understand, from what I've read. So you have at least he didn't like some. I forget what movie, you know, some movies you'd say, "What the hell was that?" And it's awful. It's because, so... like that was a the Fantastic Four, because it had versus it was torn apart by studio and director vision. Well, so you have that is a topic for okay. another day. You at least yeah. have to give George Lucas that it was his film, his vision, and. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, As a filmmaker, you at least have to respect him for
0: that. I do respect him for that, and I do think he has a greater vision than J.J. Uh, Abrams. Whoa!
1: <laughs> well, no, like, yeah, I mean, no. Abrams, like you, I said, you he's think the Lucas dere- has a
0: has a better vision. I do, and I, he held I I his agree. tongue cool. about the the. You know, he he wasn't saying a lot. He did. I did see where he said something where he would have. You know, his. It's their thing now, and they can do whatever they want with it. He would have, you know, pushed a new story, you know, which
2: I think is his way of saying they remade, you know, well, <laughs> New I'll Hope. Make the judgment after the they're all out. That's sort of, like, where I feel out. That's all. They're, they'll never all be out. You don't think they'll have... He's not going to do three? <laughs> Star Wars 20, the surfer, I, I think they're
0: going to continue to make them every few years.
1: Well, I mean, it's like we're getting the one, you know, the, you know, the, the one shot here with rogue one you know it's, is jj
2: abram directing um eight and nine i have no idea no, I don't no
1: it's in episode eight he is ryan johnson and i forget who's doing oh. nine i thought they announced was who
3: choice. it was, was it Gareth no it's
1: not gareth edwards is doing rogue oh, one doing
3: which is my
2: statements then <laughs> i I, he's thought it was his trilogy.
3: I think he's I think he's producing. Uh, he, he, I think he is producing all of them, right?
0: We had a light go. Down. We had a light go. Down. <laughs> Are they trying to tell us something? Are we going on too long? Huh? Um, uh, so, our our esteemed producer Dylan uh, back there. Uh, uh, I need you to look up uh, what the uh, the film that inspired uh, the, um, the 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 dogfights and trench sequences in Star Wars was. It it was something twenty one. Um, and it was a uh, World War II film. But speaking of that, I'm not sure. But speaking speaking <laughs> okay. of, of the Death Star and trench warfare and all that stuff, um, how is it that they, you know, you're going to spend billions of dollars building a super weapon, and in in, in 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 um. Force Awakens. It's Death Star 2.0. It really is just a really S- big Death Star, which, which, it was in,
3: impossible like for
0: how people. many times? I, I, how many times are they going to build that one little flaw into it that blows the whole thing up? Yeah. Like all you have to do is fly down and shoot it. And it's well, like only
1: that, Rogue One is its whole premise is based upon just that getting the plans to that exhaust port that so we can blow Rogue, it up.
2: Rogue One is <laughs> linked to the Force Awakens. I, uh, well, I no, don't not the Force Awakens. It's just, it's yeah.
1: episode. It's linked to episode four. Because Vader, they announced the other day, he's going to show up
0: in it. So, but really, um, Anakin like invented that move, <laughs> and then and then he goes to build a Death Star that his own son blows up the same way, which, which he should have known better. And then they did they go and they build more Death Stars in in the later well, in, like, Empire kind of... and stuff like that. And it's like you already knew that it could be blown up by this little well, exhaust. Well, I know that
1: was in Palpatine's <laughs> idea. Well, for the
3: insurance, yeah, it was an inside job.
0: <laughs> and then and then Man. so then the new order is like oh well we're gonna build this uber weapon it's even bigger than the you original the Death star, but we're gonna put, put the same what exact what the hell did they call it in this film
1: what what the hell did they call it in the force awakens oh the, the star killer star killer base star killer oh, base, Star-killer Star-killer base. Star-killer base. Star-killer base. <laughs> i okay
3: i okay. think i don't know why i'm defending them but i think is that the the, the death star was so big that you couldn't find that on its own. That it, they that they counted on that no one would know how to you know no one would know how to build it, and so the that's why they had to get the intelligence thing. That they you know maybe the question should be that the intelligence should have been more guarded, but that's what we have for Rogue One to find out because that, that was the kind of thing you know yeah nothing is completely impenetrable, but um, like, and people say, "Oh, that was stupid." Well, the little, the little the thing. Well, yeah. But are you going to go and survey the entire Death Star because it's a thing that's the size of a moon just to find this one two meter
1: meter shaft, and you wouldn't have known otherwise?
0: Would if the thing's going to blow up your planet, yes. Okay, <laughs> I right, well,
1: Okay. Well. well, the whole idea is the whole idea behind Rogue One is that it is you know the whole there's the line in the, in one of these movies that says we, we lost a lot of both in spies for this. Yeah. So I mean. The that it alone line. in that one little log line is a whole other adventure.
0: I think, you know, I think they could do a lot more with the Star Wars universe if they got away from the Skywalker family. Because there's yeah. a lot more stuff.
1: Which is, you could tell. which we don't know for sure until episode eight drops.
3: I
0: think you know?
1: even Lucas said that before The Force Awakens was even in
3: production, he said that one through six was done for Skywalker family, and he might, because it's, you know, it's like a soap opera of you know, that family, and I think, if I remember, he said he might have done it with the grandchildren for seven, eight, nine, but he wasn't sure. This was before Disney bought out, uh, bought out the Star Wars franchise. So he was along the same lines of thinking from, from what I recall.
0: Thanks for joining us for this special episode from The Vault. I promise next time we will be back with a brand new episode. If you like us, please give us a good rating on whatever platform you get your podcast from. And if you want to talk to us, you can send us a email at gc eight podcast at gmail.com. That's letter G, letter C number eight, podcast at gmail.com. Join us next time we drop on every date with an 8, the 8th, the 18th, and the 28th of every month. Until next time, this is Eric, signing off.